We should be thankful for everything. We got a good here in this world, boy. We've come such a long ways. You better stop that crazy talking. That Bible stuff. The Bible is the Bible. It's always read the same thing. Jesus loves everybody. I said everybody. Christ ain't right, mama. And I know you don't want to hear nothing about the law, but I got to teach. Hold up, mama, please. I ain't finished. I ain't finished, mama, please. You don't never want to let me speak. I ain't celebrating Easter. I ain't celebrating Christmas. Wait, just listen. I ain't celebrating nothing that the most high God didn't say celebrate in the scriptures. Now, the only reason I ain't even left yet, mama, because I know you're a slave like me. And the only reason we ain't even left yet, mama, because I know you just want to be free. So I'm trying to be the light in the night. We can fight till the fight don't need no more. And I'm going to fight even if you can't fight. I'm going to fight till I think you can't see no more. Righteousness is in the atmosphere. Can you feel it? <laughs> Another episode of Righteous Radio, where the truth is the sound. This is DJ Yaakov coming at you with a wonderful show. Another miraculous Sabbath day. Shabbat Shalom, Israel. Another wonderful show. Uh, today we will hit you with some scripture as we usually do in our Torah Town presentation. Precepts upon precepts. And uh, later on in the broadcast, we will have a breakdown of Galatians 3 and 28 by Brother Yerushalam. <laughs> so sit back, relax, and uh, enjoy another Righteous Radio broadcast. Let us pray to start out the broadcast our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power in all the glory forever and ever. Yisrael, Shabbat Shalom. May I wish you health and prosperity in these trying times. That we would be healed and delivered and that we could be the healers and deliverers of our people by the message of the creator the ancient of days the Elohim we can lead our people out of the darkness now let's start off our show with a lovely song by one lily it's called Everlasting. So long as the sun gives us light in the sky, so long as the moon and the stars alive by night. 
my melody this perfect fashion. He saw his passion. I'm laughing. He catching cancer. There is no answer. The order in the sky at night. That ain't no prancer. And when you see the kingdom come, that light enhances. And you, compared to a Jew, that's my advantage. So we won't die. As long as the order needs to stay on time. And just like the sun is you, we gon' rise. We don't know the time, but he'll be on time. Be on time. So long as the sun gives us light in the sky, so long as the moon and the stars align by night, so long as the seas and the oceans abide, we visualize us, we won't die. So long as the sun gives us light in the sky, so long as the moon. One Lily with the song Everlasting. This is DJ Yako. This is Righteous Radio, where the truth is the sound. Oh, nation, undesired. We are here for another Sabbath day, and we're going to keep the Israelite music grooving with you. This one is called Issues, and this is by Brother Brown. They have not humbled themselves even unto this day, nor have they walked in my law, nor in my statutes. And I said before you and before your fathers, therefore thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, behold, I will set my face against you to evil and to cut off all Judah. St. John chapter 13 and verse 20. Verily, verily I say unto you, he that receiveth whomsoever I sin receiveth me, and he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me. Father, I'm struggling. 
Father shall not receive you nor hear you when ye depart thence. Shake off the dust under your feet for a testimony against them. Verily I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. Luke 10 and 11. Even the very dust of your city, which cleaveth on us, we do wipe off against you. That was Issues by Brother Bronze featuring Trayvon, or Trayon, I'm sorry. Now, this next song, I want to preface it with the fact that we are praying for our brother Jay, the producer, for he has withdrawn from the camp that he was in and, and, and we don't have a problem with that but hopefully his mindset is still in the faith hopefully he is not running back to white Jesus who will save no one he said as much at one point that he didn't run back to the Christian church and we would pray that that would be the case, uh, even if he's not in the IUIC camp any longer. That's neither here nor there. But my brother, you're too talented to walk away from the truth. So we're going to show you how talented he is with a song called Woe to the Soul. Jay the producer. <laughs> Oh 
That was our brother Jay, the producer. Pray for him, Israel. He's a talented brother. Pray for him. We're going to keep it moving on Righteous Radio. This is DJ Yaakov on Righteous Radio, where the truth is the sound. Righteousness is in the atmosphere. Can you feel it? We're going to hit you off this time with Lorbis and Zamira with a song called Head Rap. Sorry, 
It's called Head Rap. But Zamira did put out a song called Willie Hair. I'm assuming that that song was in a follow-up to that. It was a hot Israelite track. And moving along, we have a special presentation for you in the middle of the show. We're going to branch off and let Brother Yerushalem talk to you about the breakdown on Galatians 3 and 28. You Christians love the neither Jew nor Greek, neither bond nor free scripture. Uh, let's allow you to understand it a little bit better. Brother Yerushalem. Brother Yerushalem, this is the Bible unlocked, neither Jew nor Greek deception. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female, for ye are all one in Christ Jesus. So here's the exact scripture verbatim. Neither Jew nor Greek. This is the part we're going to focus on first. This is what the replacement theologists use to try to show that it doesn't matter who the children of Israel are or the children of Israel has been replaced with the church. So all the blessings that pertain to the children of Israel, it doesn't matter anymore because there's, it doesn't matter because there's neither Jew nor Greek. All of this pertains to the church now. So this is, what the, this is the scripture that they're gonna go to and on the surface, it's believable. They'll make you believe that this is what this is actually saying, that it doesn't matter anymore who the children of Israel are, because we're all the same and on equal uh, on an equal playing field, and so all of that is irrelevant. Nationality, uh, whether you're um, a, a Jew or a Gentile, all that's irrelevant. But as you look at this verse, you can tell that that's not what that's saying. It says neither Jew nor Greek, neither male nor female. We know that there's a difference, a clear distinction between male and female. We know there's a clear distinction between male and female. Bond, meaning someone who's enslaved, who, who's in slavery, and someone who's a free man walking around. We know that there's a clear distinction between those two. So on the surface, it's the, the, um, this scripture is not saying what people are trying to make it say. Because all you have to do is look at the context of it within the verse. But we're going to go further than that to expound on it, to show you that this verse has nothing to do with what people are trying to interpret it and trying to impose on people to make them think that this is what it's talking about. Let's get some proof. Romans chapter one, verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. So this is the first problem you're going to run into trying to impose that Galatians 3 verse 28 is saying that there's no distinction at all between Jew and Greek or Jew and Gentile. This is the first problem you're going to run into. And this is Paul. I'm going to use Paul to confound you. I'm going to, I'm going to use Paul. I'm going to use his own writings to show you that Galatians 3 28 is not talking about that there's no distinction at all between Jew and Gentile. Paul says here, that salvation to everyone that believeth to the Jew first. So which one is it? 
Is there no difference between Jew and Greek, or is it to the Jew first and then to the Gentile? Romans chapter 2, verse 9. Tribulation and anguish upon every soul of man that doeth evil, to the Jew first and also of the Gentile. To every soul that doeth evil, tribulation and anguish. He says that goes to the Jew first, and then it goes to the Gentile. So, this is where we're going to run into a problem. When you try to teach that Galatians 3.28 is saying that there's no difference anymore. Because now you're going to have to come to the conclusion that either Paul is contradicting himself, and Paul just, he's just all over the place and doesn't know what he's talking about, or maybe your interpretation is absolutely incorrect. These are the two... Uh, 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 options that you have. You only have two options. Either he's contradicting himself and the brother's mad and he's all over the place or your interpretation of Galatians 3 verse 28 is all the way off. And you can't use that verse to try to push adoption on people saying it doesn't matter if you're a Jew or a Greek. It doesn't matter anymore. Paul says to the Jew first and then to the Greek. But glory, honor, and peace to every man that worketh good, to the Jew first, and also to the Gentile. So Paul, the same one who wrote Galatians 3.28, is saying if a person is doing good, the blessings will come to him, to the Jew first, and then to the Gentiles. Letting you know that there's a clear distinction. So we got to have to figure out what is going on in Galatians 3 verse 28 because obviously there's something, some misunderstanding here. Somebody's not connecting the dots. Somebody's not connecting the dots uh, correctly. And we're not going anywhere. We're going to stick in Paul's writings. That's why I said I'm going to let him confound you. To let, this is where all the madness comes in the scriptures. All the confusion comes once we get to Paul's letters. Because they're so ambiguous and they're so vague a lot of the times that they're open for many interpretations. And someone who doesn't study enough, you, it's easy to pull out one verse with Paul and, 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 and direct it and move it towards an entire doctrine. Because most people are too lazy to get the complete understanding and to do their own study. So this is where all the confusion comes in in the Bible, is in the letters of Paul, which is why I did the trap of Paul's epistles to show you why it was set up that way. This is where all the madness comes in. So now you had to make a decision, and we're going to stick with that decision too. We're going to stick with those options. Either Paul is contradicting himself, or you don't understand what Galatians 3 verse 28 is saying. You only got two choices. And that's how we're going to construct all the, all the videos I do on Paul. I'm going to show you because he's always saying two different, totally different things. It sounds like he's saying one on this chapter. And then it sounds like he's saying one on another chapter. And that means, and that, that's where you run into a problem when you try to stick on one interpretation. If you have an agenda and you try to stick with it and push it on people. There's going to be other verses that seem like they contradict that. So we're going to bring it all together so we cannot make Paul a walking contradiction. Let's get some more. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female, for ye are all one in Christ Jesus. Now we're going to deal with the male and female portion of Galatians 3 verse 28.
to let you know that this is not talking about that there's no distinction between a male and a female. It's obvious that there's a distinction between a male and a female. You don't all of a sudden just become equally on all equal on all aspects now that you're in Christ. That's not what this is talking about. There's clear distinctions between male and female. Now, this is where the egalitarians come in with the feminist objective, pushing feminism on people. They use the same verse. They're using the same verse to try to show you that now all of a sudden men and women are just equal all across the board because now they believe in Christ. Now everything that a man could do, women are just as capable. Or everything that a, a woman can do, men are just as capable of doing. When this is not what that is saying. The homosexuals use this to promote homosexuality as well. Trying to say that now that since I believe in Christ now, I can go out and, and there's no male and female. It doesn't matter what we do because we believe in Christ. Everyone's taking Paul's letters and just creating madness over them. Everyone's doing that. They're all doing it and using it for their own agenda and objective. This has nothing to do with that. Let's get the proof that he was not saying that all people are equal. If you're a male or a female, you can now do the same exact things and it doesn't matter. Let's get the proof. 1 Timothy 2 verse 11. Let the woman learn in silence with all subjection. Now he's saying let the woman learn in silence. If there's no difference, why is he putting woman in there then? It should, it should say let the congregation learn in silence. Or let men and women learn in silence. But he's targeting women in this specific verse. So obviously Galatians 3.28 was not talking about that. Or unless you want to take it at, at, at face value and say Paul's contradicting himself then. You got two options. Either your interpretation is wrong or Paul is contradicting himself. That's the only options you get. He says let the woman learn in silence. A woman is a female. So now we see there is a difference between male and female because he's singling it out right, right here. He's letting you know that the women have to learn in silence. That's what he's teaching. But I, but I, Paul, the same one that wrote Galatians 3 verse 28 that said neither male nor female, but I suffer not a woman to teach nor to usurp authority over the man, nor to take authority over the man. Meaning they don't, he doesn't allow, he doesn't subscribe to women teaching or taking an authoritative uh, position over a man in, re in regards to the congregation. That's what this is talking about. He doesn't allow that. Meaning if you were to walk into the congregation and there's a, the, the congregation full of men and women and there's a woman up there preaching, Paul says, I don't agree with that. Even though he wrote in Galatians 3 verse 28, there's neither male nor female. So something's wrong here. Something's wrong here. Either he's contradicting himself or somebody doesn't understand what Galatians 3 verse 28 is saying. So now we know for a fact that Galatians 3 verse 28 is not saying that it doesn't matter at all if you're a Jew or a Greek by nationality or if you're a male or a female because obviously he makes a distinction and he's singling out the Jews. He said the Jews first, then the Gentiles, and he said he doesn't allow women to teach men. So obviously there's some type of disconnect that we're experiencing here. So now we're going to go back to Galatians 3 28 in the context, the proper context 
and get the correct understanding of what he is saying. So we'll make him not contradict the rest of the verses that he put forth. Now that's your choice. If you want it to be a contradiction, that's, that's on you. That's on you. But we shouldn't be following anyone who's contradicting themselves, especially when it comes to the scriptures. If someone's writing in the scriptures as uh, uh, on the behalf of the Most High, we shouldn't be following someone who's doing that. So if you believe he's contradicting himself, you need to get away from Paul altogether. But we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt, and we're going to piece it together so he doesn't contradict himself. Galatians chapter 3, verse 27. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. So all one. All you're, you're one what? Once you get baptized into Christ, you're going to find out that it's talking about all one body in Christ. That's what Paul is referring to in the scripture. It's not talking about everyone is just all equal on the same level. It's saying that you're part of one body. That's what this is referring to. And this is not talking about the Christ of Christianity. If you're baptized into that Christ, you're not, we're not part of the same body. We're not part of the same body. Being baptized into Christ means putting off the old man, the same old man that told you that it was okay to eat pork, shrimp, crab, and lobster, that told you that it was okay to uh, um, uh, commit fornication and be involved in bestiality and have sex with your parents and break the Sabbath day and do Sunday worship. The old man that told you to do that, then you put on the spirit of Christ which told you not to do those things. That's the being baptized into Christ. It's talking about being baptized and brought into one body. Let's get the proof on that. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 13. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body. Into one body. This is, the same, this is going to be the same exact thing he's talking about in Galatians 3, verse 28. Once you get baptized, you're baptized into one body. But let, we're going to find out about this body. If everyone's equal... And on the same level, or if there's different levels to this body, that's what we're going to find out. Whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether you be Jews or Greek, there's neither Jew nor Greek to be able to get baptized into this one body. Whether we be bond or free and have all been made to drink into one spirit. This is what it's talking about in Galatians 3 verse 28. Whether you're Jew or Greek, you're baptized into one body. That's what it's talking about. Now, let's get the understanding and find out if this body is all equal. If there's equal parts to this body or if there's different places and positions in this body for Jews and Greeks. For the body is not one member, but many. There's many parts of the body. Same way you have many parts of your body. You have a head, shoulders, knees, and toes, eyes and ears and mouth and nose. Same exact thing. There's many parts to the body. If the foot shall say, because I am not the hand, I am not of the body. So there we have the foot of the body, which is those that are going to be on the lower level of the body, still part of the same one body. 
still one in Christ, but you have people that are going to be the foot of the body. You have people that are going to be the hands of the body. Is it therefore not of the body? It's still part of the body, though. It's still one with the body, whether your position is a low position or a high position. And if the ear shall say, because I am not the eye, I am not of the body. Then you have the ears of the body and you have the eyes of the body. Two different body parts, but still part of the body, part of the one body. That's what it's talking about in Galatians 3 verse 28. You're all one body with different positions. Is it therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole body was an eye, or if everyone was all equal in the body and had the same exact position in the body, where's room for the rest of the things that need to be done in the body? If, if all the body all it just, does, just does is here, where your eyes come into play? Same thing with anything that you see in life. If you have a job full of nothing but managers, when's the, where's the job going to get done? Who's going to do the rest of the job? You have a whole staff full of managers, all on the same level. You're not going to accomplish anything. That's why they have a hierarchy and a rank structure with things like in the military, everyone this is all one organization, like in the Marine Corps, it's all one organization, but there's different levels. You have privates all the way in between, all the way to up to, to the general. But it's still one organization. You all, everyone can't be on the same level. If the whole were hearing, then where the smelling? But now hath God set the members, every one of them, in the body as it has pleased him. God is the one who set the members in the body. He's the one who said who was going to be the head of the body and who's going to be the tail of the body. The Most High is the one that said that. Not Paul, not Brother Yerushalayim, not the Christian pastor. The Most High is the one who uh, uh, set that up. Now let's go find the account where the Most High set it up. And let's find out what he has to say about who's the one running the show in the body. Or if everyone's all equal. Deuteronomy 28 verse 13. And the Lord shall make thee the head. The Lord, the Most High, shall make thee. The thee is talking about the children of Israel. He shall make the children of Israel the head of the body and not the tail. And not the tail because the Gentiles are going to be the tail of the body. And we can go on through plenty of scriptures to show this all throughout the prophecies. The Israelites are going to be the head, not the tail. We're the tail right now in, um, in, in society, but not in the kingdom to come. When the Most High sets up the kingdom in the body, uh, a structural body under Christ, the Israelites are going to be the head of that body. The governing structure, the governing ruling class of the kingdom of heaven. And everyone else is going to fall into place. It's not going to be an equal uh, society in the kingdom of heaven. And we can go into those scriptures. We definitely can go into them to, to prove it, to back it all up. Because you can't back up a, a, a kingdom of heaven in the scriptures where everyone's just all equal. You can't back that up in the scriptures. You can try to take Galatians 3 verse 28 and try to, and, and try to uh, um, uh, mold it to make it say that. But there's no other scriptures that's going to back that up. Not anywhere in the prophecies. Israel is going to be the ruling class in the body.
and thou shalt be above only. The children of Israel shall be above only. When it says above only, there's no room for being equal. You shall be above only. We're not fulfilling that right now because we didn't keep the commandments. But the remnant will return and keep the commandments and we will fulfill this prophecy. This is a prophecy here that the Most High is putting in place that will be fulfilled. And thou shalt not be beneath if that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God. And we shall not be beneath like we are today in today's society. We're not going to be beneath if the Most High says if, if, if. It's a stipulation. The Most High always deals with stipulations. If we come back and keep the commandments. Another reason why the Gentiles teach the commandments are done away with. They push that on us, that the, the commandments are done away with. Because this is a prophecy still up for grabs. The prophecy already says that a remnant of Israel is going to return. Only a remnant, only a small amount is going to come back in these last days and keep these commandments. To the best of their ability and follow Christ. You need both of them. You got to follow Christ and believe on Christ and keep the commandments. You can't separate the two. So once we come back, a remnant will come back as prophesied. There, that remnant is going to be the head. Above only. And it's not going to be shared with anyone. The head is going to be the nation of Israel. They're trying to keep you out of these commandments so the Gentiles can remain on top. And, and, and can remain in authority over the scriptures and keep you in sin, eating pork, shrimp, and uh, lobster, eating all the unclean meats, hating your own brother, gang-banging, promoting this stuff on TV like this is how we're supposed to be acting. And then you don't think there's anything wrong with it because guess what? The churches teach the laws are done away with. So it's okay to be a gang-banger and to be a thug out there on the streets. And eat pork and to sleep with other men's wives and to do all type of heinous acts and to go out and rob people and think it's cool to do that. You bought the lie. We all bought the lie. But now it's time to snap out of it. If we come back and keep these commandments, the Most High is putting us on the top. Only. Now let's find out why he's going to put us on the top. He explains that too. Deuteronomy 7 verse 6. For thou art an holy people unto the Lord thy God. For thou, referring to the children of Israel, are a holy people unto the Lord our God. The Lord thy God have chosen thee to be a special people unto himself. He chose the nation of Israel to be a special people unto himself. He's the one who made that, that, that decision. Not Brother Yerushalayim, not Christ, not Paul. The Most High made that decision himself. Just like we choose something to be special unto ourselves, we might like a pair of shoes that might be special to ourselves, or we might like a cousin that's special to ourselves. The Most High says he chose the nation of Israel to be a special people unto himself because he's the Most High and he can make that choice. Above all people know the same. Above all people know equal to. Above all people, neither Jew nor Greek. Above all people that are upon the face of the earth. Above all 
people that are upon the face of the earth. That's what the Most High said. That's his pick. That's his fantasy five and his dream team. That's who he chose. So Paul, being a mortal man, can't 2,000 years after um, uh, Moses wrote this down, can't come and come change it and say, you know what, I know the Most High said above all people, but I'm going to, you know, I'm going to scribble that out and say uh, we're all equal. Paul couldn't do that. He knew that. And no one else can come along and say, say anything different. When Paul wrote in Galatians 3.28, it didn't say, thus saith the Lord, everyone is now all equal. Paul was breaking down a scenario as being one in the body of Christ. That's all he was saying. Let's get some more from Paul to summarize it all up. Romans chapter 3 verse 1. What advantage then hath the Jew? Because according to the Gentiles, their interpretation that they try to impose on people of Galatians 3 verse 28, according to them, there's no advantage. Because everyone's all equal, we're all in the same boat. There's no Jew, nor Greek, male or female. There's no distinction in any way for any fashion, uh, a shape, fashion, or form. What advantage is there of being an Israelite? Or what profit is there of circumcision? And what profit is there of being a circumcised Israelite? That's keeping the commandments and following Christ. This is what he's talking about. Much every way, much every way, much every way, contrary to what the Gentiles try to impose on you with their interpretation of Galatians 3 verse 28. Paul, the same person who wrote Galatians 3 verse 28, is telling you that there's an advantage of being an Israelite. He's letting you know that there's a clear advantage of being an Israelite and keeping the commandments in the spirit of Christ. Paul's not contradicting himself. And now he's about to tell you the reason why there's an advantage. Chiefly because that unto them were committed the oracles of God. Because the Most High came down and gave his oracles to the children of Israel. He didn't come down and give them to all nations. They weren't there in the wilderness and on Mount Sinai when the Most High delivered them to Moses. All nations weren't a part of that. That's why Paul says to the Jew first and then it's to the, uh, the Greek. Obviously, there's a difference between being an Israelite and a Gentile. When you read in Revelations, the seventh chapter, you read about the, the 12,000 being sealed from the tribes of the children of Israel. 12,000 being sealed. If there is no difference, it should say 12,000 from every tribe of everyone out there in the world. That's what it should say. But that's not what it says. It says 12,000 from each tribe of the children of Israel. Those are the seal, the ones that are sealed to be the next rulers of the kingdom of heaven. When you read in Revelation 21, it tells you that John saw the kingdom of heaven. And he saw the 12 gates. And written on the 12 gates were the names of the 12 tribes of Israel. There was no difference between Jew and Gentile. It wouldn't have the names of the 12 tribes of Israel. It had the names of the 12 tribes or the 1,000 tribes of the Gentiles, including the nation of Israel. But that's not what it has. Letting you know that this kingdom to come is an Israelite kingdom, ruled and governed by Israelites. 
The Gentiles will have their part in the kingdom. Absolutely. Because as the body, you need all functions of it to operate. You need all functions of the body to operate. They will be part of the body. That's not, what, that's not what's being brought out, that they're not going to be part of the body. They will be part of the body. Those that repent, not the ones that are in the Christian. If you're in the modern-day Christian church right now, you can forget about it. You're the one walking around teaching Galatians 3.28 means it doesn't matter if you're a Jew or who the Israelites are today. You can forget about it. That's not talking about you. But the, the, the Gentiles that repent and do away with all the paganism and stop trying to boast against the natural branches, they'll be part of the kingdom. They'll be part of the kingdom. But it's an Israelite kingdom. All right, that was Brother Yerushalayim giving us the truth on Galatians 3.28. Ooh, Brother Yerushalayim be letting y'all have it. Christian folk, get it together, get in the scriptures, repent, and come back to the truth of the Most High. Come back to the law, statutes, and commandments. Understand the scriptures properly. And, lie, and watch how things change in this world. We're going to hit you with Toby and Gweekwe with uh, Make It Home. Because I want all of you to make it home. This is Righteous Radio. Where the truth is the sound. This is DJ Yaakov. Again, this is Toby and Guique with Make It Home. I pray you catch a wave that doesn't subside. This for the nappy heads in heaven. With a nappy head Christ by the side. I pray you catch a wave that doesn't subside. This for the nappy heads in heaven. Yeah. May your streets be paved with gold. Yeah. Hope my home would make it home. Yeah. May your streets be paved with gold. Yeah. Hope my home would make it home. Yeah. Cause the world can be toxic. Especially when your skin look like chocolate At one point they sold us for profit But we made it out of the God that we chose it Yeah Oh my mama, the south side still holding Yeah Go for broke for the ones that are broken Yeah Please don't make me no hashtag or slogan That's why I pray you catch a wave That doesn't subside This for the nappy heads in heaven With a nappy head Christ by the side I pray you catch a wave That doesn't subside This for the nappy heads in heaven With a nappy head Christ by the side Yeah your streets be paved with gold. Yeah. 
Toby and Guique with Make It Home. And I do pray, my people, that you make it home. But you can only make it home if you learn to decipher scripture. And if we understand that we've been taught the wrong interpretation of scripture, we've been taught a colonialized Gentile interpretation of the most high scripture and until we come into the true knowledge of the truth as a whole as a people we will suffer we will go through plagues we will go through generational curses we will go through police brutality we will go through inequality we will go through watching everybody, every race on the face of the earth that's been wrong get reparations other than us. But we won't get reparations anyway because the Most High said in Deuteronomy 28 that no man would redeem us. Israel, let's teach the nations, let's teach our people and let's pray that they listen to the tutelage of the scriptures given the right way. 
Unto us were given the oracles of Elohim. All praises to the most high creator of the earth, the sea, and all who dwelleth therein. All right. Now we're going to hit you off with another joint from One Lily, One Dove. And this joint is called Creating Me. This is Righteous Radio, where the truth is the sound. That was one lily creating me. 
This is DJ Yaakov. This is Righteous Radio, where the truth is the sound. We're going to give you some more scriptures a little bit later. Actually, after this next song that we play for you, we're going to branch off in, into some scripture today. We're going to give you some precepts. It's always always good that you learn the precepts to the scriptures so that you can understand them. This next song is from Shira. It's original royalty recordings and the song is entitled That Ain't Me. <laughs> Yeah. 
man. I'm doing better, you know? Did you know that Andre 3000 is worth $45 million? I, no, I didn't. I, I, I didn't think about it. I mean, what does it matter? Money is important, which is the reason we are gathered here today. If you, you need money, we all need money. So, I need you to move this for me, man. I tell you when you're done and you're not. So, Friday. Look, I, look, I appreciate I everything you've done. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, you, you have been there a lot of times for me. You know what I mean? You even got me out of a lot of sticky situations. And trust, I mean, trust me. Look, I I don't got time for it, neither do you. I don't like being out here holding this up like that. So just go ahead and take that and I'll call you tomorrow. Alright? Yo, I know you think that I'm playing when I say this. Um, if you want, I'll take the bag. But I, I can't take the stuff that's in it, man. What's your uh what's what's your name now? Solomon. Okay. Solomon, let me tell you something. I don't know what you've been learning here at Things don't feel the same, then I realize 
A lot has changed. I ain't a nigga no more. Used to kick it at the corner store waiting for the fly honeys. Now I pass flyers like money. This truth bittersweet to the tummy. Like ever since I came, friends say I'm acting funny. But peep game, they hoping I would stay the same. The ones who riding with you hate to see you switch into a different lane. I call it driving from the passenger seat. How you my enemy? You used to hold me down in the streets. I was the closest with your mama and your favorite auntie. And now you mad cause we the chosen. Why you tripping on me? We used to be the best of homies. Now I'm barely ever around. Say I'm lost in my religion. Tell the homies I'm a clown. And they probably think I'm lame. But I'm caring less than now. I'll be damned if I let the homie take my crown. No, I'm not who I used to be. Most high made me royalty. They only want who I used to be. That ain't me no more. No more. No, I'm not who I used to be. Most high made me royalty. They only want who I used to be. That ain't me no That was She-Ra with Ain't Who I Used to Be. Now we're going to hit you with Zamari Israel with a song called Oh You Everything. Yeah. 
Obviously, we owe him everything. And I owe you some scriptures that you can hang your hat on, as I give you every week. Some scriptures to take back to your pastors if you are a Christian, still going to the Christian church every Sunday. <laughs> These are some scriptures that you can give your pastor, ask him about. And if you are Israel, then you already know these scriptures. But we want to start with a scripture that I, I would be very curious as to how just as Brother Yerushalayim was saying in his uh, diatribe uh, when he was saying that, you know, if everybody is the same in the coming kingdom, hmm, why is it that in Revelations, the 21st chapter, starting in the 10th verse, it says... And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain. And he showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God. And her light was like unto stone most precious even like a jasper stone clear as crystal now watch this in the 12th verse and had a wall great and high 
and had 12 gates, and at the gates 12 angels, and names written thereon, which are the names of the 12 tribes of the children of Israel. On the east, three gates. On the north, three gates. On the south, three gates. And on the west, three gates. And the wall of the city had 12 foundations. And in them, the names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb. Intriguing, isn't it? So, in Acts, the first chapter, in the sixth verse, it says, When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? Hmm. Let's precept that scripture. Precept upon precept, line upon line is the way we do it here. Because in Daniel 2, in 44 it says, And in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. And the kingdom shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms. And it shall stand forever. Hmm. Precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little. You weren't taught to study the scriptures that way, but that is how you are to study the scriptures, my people. In Daniel, 7th chapter, and the 27th verse. And the kingdom, and dominion, and the greatness of the kingdom, under the whole heaven, shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High whose kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and all dominions shall serve and obey him. Now, we just talked about a kingdom that would be forever. Now, let's precept this scripture in Daniel 7.27 that we just read. Let's go to Psalms 50, and let's start in the fourth verse. 
He shall call to the heavens from above and to the earth that he may judge his people. Gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Now I ask you, did everybody make a covenant with him by sacrifice? Hmm. Precept upon precept, line upon line, here a little, there a little. <laughs> Acts, the second chapter, and the 21st verse through the 22nd verse. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Ah, but let's keep reading to 22. Ye men of Israel, hear these words. Yeshua of Nazareth, a man approved of Elohim among you by miracles and wonders and signs, which God did by him in the midst of you, as ye yourselves also know. Precept upon precept, my brothers and sisters, line upon line, here a little, there a little. Now, let's go into Leviticus. Leviticus 26 and 46. These are the statutes and, the, and judgments and laws which the Lord made between him and the children of Israel in Mount Sinai by the hand of Moses. What is the precept to that scripture? He showeth his word. Oh, I'm sorry. The precept is in Psalms 147, starting in the 19th verse. He showeth his word unto Jacob, his statutes and his judgments unto Israel. He have not dealt so with any nation. And as for his judgments, they have not known them. Praise ye the Lord. Hmm. So what is the precept? Well, that was the precept to Leviticus. So let's go... Let's delve into Isaiah, the 45th chapter. And the 25th verse. In the Lord shall all the seed of Israel be justified and shall glory. Mm. 
amazing. Let's give you a few more scriptures before we wrap it up. Isaiah, the 45th chapter in the 17th verse. But Israel shall be saved in the Lord with an everlasting salvation. Ye shall not be ashamed nor confounded world without end. World without end. Now, what is that the precept to? John 3, 16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth on him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. And you thought the world meant the planet and everybody on it. But we see that there are different worlds. By definition, what is a world? A world is a group of people, like-minded people, if you look it up in the dictionary. So for God so loved the world, which world was he talking about? According to Isaiah 45 and 17, let's read it again. But Israel shall be saved in the Lord with an everlasting salvation. Ye shall not be ashamed nor confounded world without end. Hmm. Very interesting. Very interesting. Now, what is a precept to that scripture? In John, the 18th chapter, the 20th verse, it says, Jesus answered him, I spake openly to the world. I ever taught in the synagogue and in the temple whither the Jews always resort. And in secret have I said nothing. You must put these scriptures together and study the scriptures that way. And you won't be bound by the colonialized viewpoints that we have been bound by for centuries. So, give your pastor a few of those scriptures, Christian folk. Or maybe you don't have to give it to your pastor. Maybe you have the common sense anointing to figure out that something is awry. Look around. Do you see the church changing the world? Or do you see the world changing the church?
Or maybe I should say, do you see the church changing people or do you see people changing the church? Because as I told you, the word world can be very deceptive. But I think you know what I mean. Once we come back to the law, statutes, and commandments and the true understanding of the scripture, once we study the scriptures that they were meant to be interpreted, we will come to the place that we need to be at as a people. So, I'm off my soapbox for today. And uh, we're going to give you a couple more songs before we let you go. <laughs> this is Righteous Radio. This is DJ Yaakov. Righteousness is in the atmosphere. Can you feel it? We're going to hit you off with another Jada producer joint that I really love called Melody.
Israel. Shabbat Shalom. And we thank you for being with us here on Righteous Radio. I think we're going to wind it off with that song. And we are going to bless you with another Sabbath day unto yourself. Please support us. Righteous Radio, where the truth is the sound. Check us out on YouTube. Check us out on Facebook. Please listen to our broadcast and hit it up so we can continue to bring you these broadcasts on a weekly basis. We're going to do it anyway. <laughs> Shalom, Israel. All praises.